1: full-service financial planning service company. Welcome to the Veronica Edwards Show, where we have fun financial conversations that everyone listening can apply to their personal and professional life. I'm your host, Veronica Edwards, and I'm so excited to be back here on bizradio.us season three. Always want to thank the V team for coming back every week, um, especially now that it's the winter time. It's it's definitely you know a little gray. I was seeing on the news that December and January was the second wettest uh, months in history for our area, and it seems like all of uh, the eastern seaboard has been the same way. So. This always brings a little sunshine to my life, having our <laughs> monthly segment, yes, Michelle, with uh, with our fellow CPA, Miss Michelle Chotz, owner of Michelle Chotz, C-P-A-C-F-E-P-L-L-C. You know, I was going to do a song for you. Welcome back.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. Thank you so much. Yes, I'm so glad that we're, you know, in February and January and December can just be behind us. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. And, you know, with this show airing in February, you know, Michelle and I was just talking about finishing up W-2s that have to be done for employees and 1099s that have to be completed for contractors, which I didn't realize this year, they have to all be, you know, completed electronically. So I might need to send a note to some of my clients that I'm coaching, like, oh, FYI, make sure (laughs) that this actually, uh, gets in, uh, before the deadline, which is approaching because we're pre-recording this. But because of all of these things that we're sending electronically and all this confidential stuff that we usually send out, especially early in the year, it really made me think about Michelle today for us to talk about data security or some people like to say cybersecurity because we do use you know cloud management with Google Drive and all this electronic sharing of confidential information. So I thought it would be good Just to start off the year, just giving some tips on data security for small business owners. Michelle, I would love just before we get started, your insight on that. If you've been seeing over the years with you being in business for yourself over 10 years, have you seen how this has become more and more of a concern?
0: Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm so glad we're going to talk about this. Um, It's always been a concern, right, because we do everything uh, with a computer and um, we use email. And that's been around since, I don't know, the dark ages Um, (laughs) But when the pandemic hit. And everybody moved to computers, electronic, and the cloud. Everything became hypersensitive to cyber attacks, and we've seen, we hear about them on the news. The, the, you know, the really important, big ones, of course. But the, um, the, the impact is going to have to small businesses just cannot be, um, you know, it's, you can't talk about it enough. It just can't be said enough about how important this subject is in terms of small businesses and protecting yourself.
1: Absolutely. And I was just sharing with Michelle before we started today that I actually saw on the local new- news here in Asheville, a local business owner was completely hacked and their business bank account was wiped clean. And I would just hate for that to happen to anybody. And thankfully, the community is rallying behind the small business owner and made it on the news. But that's not always going to be the case for everybody. So I would love, Michelle, if you can get us started with our first tip that we're going to provide small business owners today
0: on data security? Yeah. So, you know, we love our team, but we have to be cognizant of the fact that they're as much out in the open and exposed as the rest of us are. And yet they work for you as a small business owner and you're responsible for their actions. And they can also bring in a disease, right? They can bring in illness, they can bring in cyber attacks. So just like back in the day, when we all used to work in offices... (laughs) <laughs> and, and we had you know offices next to one another and we'd meet each other in you know the the coffee room and and we could share our germs right and we accepted that risk um it's the same thing with electronic security we are basically putting our team members out there just being exposed to germs so to speak so we want to make sure that we train our team members thoroughly what to look for what's going to be sort of the the i gotcha right there's all those phishing scams oh. out there. There's so much out there. I mean, I can't even begin to tell you the amount of emails that come yep. in through our, you know, through our, our outlook, you know, through our uh, cycles. Um, and, you know, it's just a matter of them trying to get us to, to respond, get information from us. So and it's really important train your employees to know what they're looking for, make sure they know what not to do, like specifically don't open up any emails or any attachments that they're not expecting or they don't know who is from. Also, we use our phones. It's really important to remember that when you look at the phone, you don't necessarily always see the full address of who is sending that email. So be super careful. Go to the computer, make sure you can click on the email address and see who it's from. It may not be actually from who it may appear to be from. So you just have to be super careful, making sure you train your employees, watching for all that stuff. And also remember to instill really good controls, forcing them to change passwords, use multi factor authentication wherever and however you can it's going to be super helpful and making sure they use strong passwords that people can't guess and then attack your your system so training is is just so key and it starts with just that with making sure your employees understand what the good internal controls are and how to be on the lookout for those cyber attacks and those phishing scams
1: Yeah. Michelle, you hit that right on the head. And, you know, I remember starting my career over 20 years ago and thinking to myself, why do I have to have this password that's uppercase, lowercase, a a character, this and that? And you're right. We would have to change our passcodes every felt like three months or so. And I thought it was just ridiculous. And now (laughs) seeing (laughs) how things have evolved I'm like, absolutely. I think about even when we didn't even have passwords on our Wi-Fi.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's so funny you say that because I remember, too, I remember, you know, being in corporate America and being like, "Ugh,
1: they're making (laughs) me change my password again. I can't think
0: of another one. Well, now we have really cool systems that can just give you a gibberish password and you Mm -hmm. don't even have to remember it or worry about coming up with a new one or whatever. But, yeah, it's really important.
1: Absolutely. And, and just like you said, it's as simple as just training employees, training yourself, just like we train our children and our loved ones to call 911. And, and I love the analogy that you said about, you know, being sick and spreading the germs. And this can happen, too, with us being remote. So um, for the second tip that I wanted to go into that kind of goes along those um, lines with sickness is deploying some type of antivirus software. So, you know, it's so important, you know, for spyware and the phishing scams and all that stuff that you can actually buy software that can protect your technology. Mm-hmm. And also, it's important, you know, just to be proactive, you know, not wait for something to happen. So some that, you know, you guys might be familiar with is Norton Antivirus, Bit Defender, just to name a few. Um, even if when I first started with my business, I just bought my computer from Best Buy and I had said, hey, I'm going to go with Geek Squad. Yeah. And I'm going to enroll. I think it was like WebRoot, some of the basic things. And it's all a business expense, guys, these things that you have. So you don't necessarily have to employ a contractor that specializes in some of this um, data security. You can just utilize some resources that you already have. And. And local chains, like I mentioned, with Geek Squad, it's very easy, 1-800 number, they can help and protect you. But I definitely recommend deploying some type of antivirus software.
0: Any thoughts on that, Michelle? Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I can't agree more. It's it's super important. I mean, we use that analogy of being sick, but it's it works, right? We want to hmm? protect our computers and our businesses from this virus, from getting sick, from the infection that our employees may bring into us or that people may reach in through holes, through gaps in our systems, through gaps in our controls and, and infect us all. It's terrible. So yeah, antivirus is, it's a must have.
1: And just like anything, when we talk about vaccines and things like that, you also have to get the latest updates and the latest Mm -hmm. patches. You can't just get a antivirus software in 2024 and think it's going to continue to work the way it was for you currently in future years. So definitely stay on top of those things. All right, Michelle, what's the next tip that we can give to those listening
0: to protect themselves? So I think the the next most important thing, now that we've trained our employees, we have the proper antivirus software in place, is always be backing up your data. Mm. Always make sure that you have backups. Because what happens is, you know, as we always say, things happen. So uh-huh. once it does, so you do everything you can to prevent it, but then when it does, you can at least get back to some sort of a semblance of order, so to speak. You can Maybe you lost a day or maybe you lost half a day because you have been consistently and properly backing up your data so that you don't have to go back to last week or last mm-hmm. month or, heaven forbid, a year or more ago. Like it's just it would be terrible. Think about it if you lost your data. Yes. So making really sure you've got backups is is super key. I think it's just so important to make sure that, you know, when you have ransomware attacks or things like that, you you don't have to worry about paying the ransom like fine, whatever. Be gone with you and I've got my backup and so I just have to like redo a day's worth of work maybe.
1: And you know, I think people don't even realize that if they're already part of Google Suite, you have Google Drive or some people are familiar with Dropbox. So Anywhere that you can you know, back things up to the cloud, but say by chance something happens even with the cloud, I have also an external hard drive mm-hmm. where I'm also backing up everything on my computer to a removable drive that I'm putting somewhere ideally in a fireproof safe or something like that, but Definitely make sure um, you're backing up your files. I know we've all had those horror stories. Thankfully, I haven't personally, but I have worked with another CPA and it was a smash and grab. They were in a completely different, yes, state in a very wealthy city in California and they were at a restaurant and not only was their laptop stolen, but their wallet passport all these things while they were traveling and immediately i went into panic mode like oh my gosh if that was me i don't know the last time i backed something up and that person fortunately was backing everything up to the cloud so it was easy for that person to just say oh i just need a new computer And they were able to have everything password protected. And so even if someone tried to hack into it, it would have been very difficult. So even on your personal Mm -hmm. computer, I know sometimes it sounds silly to put a password, but you just never know what could happen in a split second when you leave some of your personal devices um, alone that also has other people's confidential information on it.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I think that's smart. You know, just having that backup is just going to be so key. And so that's what that's what I train my team to do as well. You know, the computer is just an electronic device. That Uh allows the interpretation and use of data for me to get a job done. But I always tell them never store anything on the hard computer itself. Everything gets stored to another file and then backed up to, like you said, a portable hard drive or to Uh OneDrive or in the cloud or whatever. So always having that backup so that, you know, like you said, when that terrible thing happens, when all of a sudden you're like, oh my God. Where's my, Mm -hmm. where's my computer? Oh my God. Where's, where's my phone? Like it's all gone. Someone took it or you lost it or you dropped it or something happened. You don't have to worry about it. You just go and get another one and you're right back in business.
1: Exactly. And I know this topic can sometimes feel like doom and gloom. It's almost like when we talk about having a will and a trust, like we never want to think about, you know, the inevitable. But I hate to say it in the time that we're living in, the more and more that we're remote and we're virtual, unfortunately, you just have to make sure that you protect yourself. So with that being said, I want to jump into the next topic uh, or next tip, which is limiting access to sensitive data. Now, this sounds so super simple, Michelle, that, oh yeah, of course you should limit access to sensitive data, but you'll be surprised how often we kind of just leave things physically hanging around. And then also just, uh, you know, we're sending things via email and we're not realizing like, hey, this has social security numbers. This has addresses. This has phone numbers, just enough information for people to be dangerous. And especially with us working um, in accounting Sometimes, I don't know about you, Michelle, I take for granted sometimes that this information is so sensitive because I'm just used to dealing with it all the time. Right. So I tell people all the time, oh, yeah, it's no big deal for me to be talking about, um, not that it's my money, a million dollars or Hundreds of thousands of dollars, but I do want to be mindful of those routing numbers, those checking account numbers. So, definitely, small business owners that are listening, you know, just set out a plan that outlines to individuals what information is available to who. You know, you never want to just give the whole company access to all the payroll files. You know, again, there should be. Privileges for check signing, access to bank accounts, access to your financial management system like QuickBooks and Square and PayPal. So, again, we want to be transparent with our team, but at the same time, we have to be smart and make sure that we're limiting that access. Any, any areas in this, Michelle, that you want to add from your experience as well?
0: You know, I, I love that you raise that point about limiting the access because it's sort of hand in glove with the other topics or points that we were talking about as well. Because let's just say, for example, you've got someone at the front desk um, who is your receptionist answering calls and getting the mail, and you know, people are coming in and you don't realize that they have access to something that is super sensitive, and they walk away from their computer to go to the back for some reason or whatever. And somebody uh, had um, ill intentions and gets into the computer there. And and now suddenly we're talking about a breach of data that was unintentional. And it's uh-huh. and it happens and it happens that quickly. And you so it's really important to limit who has access to what and making sure you instill those proper internal controls so that you could make sure that that. That front desk person, knowing that they're going to leave their station periodically, doesn't have access to, like you said, bank accounts or sensitive mm-hmm. data. I mean, it's just, it's all part of training your team, making sure you've got good internal controls in place, making sure they know how to, when they leave their computer to put the, um, the passcode up. In other words, you can lock your computer so that they, you have to have a password to get back in, like little things like that, but it goes a long mm-hmm. way to help prevent, you know, fraud or theft for sure.
1: Yeah, I remember when I worked for PricewaterhouseCoopers, again, about 20 years ago, and they had, I don't know what it's called, but it was like these cool little like shades that you can put on your screen. So where I when I was working, I could see my screen. But if people were walking behind me, it looked right. like it was completely darkened. And I thought that was the coolest thing. And I can just pull it in and out. And there's like little flaps on the side of the computer where I could kind of put that shade in. And we also had um, where we could lock our computer and we had a, like a little combination that would be in the USB area to where we're auditing and we're at different client sites. If somebody just walked past our room, like you said, and wanted to physically steal something, we were able to lock down our computers, which brings us to our last topic, Michelle, actually guarding against physical theft, which again, goes hand in hand with limiting access to sensitive data. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes we forget about in this cyber world, the physical aspect too.
0: Yeah. I mean, and we sort of already talked a little bit about that, right? Because we talked about how, you know, people can, you know, steal your computer from the coffee shop or your phone Uh or whatever, or you could lose it. So it's all part and parcel of the same thing. Just using these devices, these computers, the phones, the, the scanners, whatever you've got, your laptop, just making sure that it's just... A, a device used to calculate and to you know do some things, some, some data management, so to speak, but not retaining the data or the access directly through that laptop. It should be all through the cloud. You should have all your passwords and everything protected. Your, your computer should be password protected. So if you mm-hmm. have to get up to go grab another coffee, get up from your computer, for example, you're at the coffee shop, you should immediately password protect your computer so that if it is picked up in that split second and someone's walked out with it, that it doesn't have any data on it. Everything's been backed up. It's in the cloud. You have um, put the password on. So it's going to take that person a little bit longer to get inside the computer. But again, it's just a device. And so it's just it's just super important to be thinking about these things. The other thing I like to tell clients is, um, I know this sounds crazy, but back in the day, we used to have, make sure we had an inventory. So we have have an inventory and you know exactly who has what computers. It's like making sure that you know who has what keys to your house. Uh, mm-hmm. or to your business. And so you want to make sure you understand, keep an inventory of all of the devices that everyone has. And then also making sure that you're training and teaching your team members that when they, because now we can access so much through our handheld computers, those things we call phones. So making uh-huh. sure that those devices, uh, you train your employees to know they also need to be protected. They need to have passwords on them. You, they need You need to train your staff and employees to understand that when there's data on your phone, you've downloaded it, you're working on something on your phone or something, that you immediately delete it or remove it from your phone. So there's so many ways that we need to be training our employees, making sure we're securing our data by backing it up, making sure that we're limiting who has access to what data so that we're not inadvertently exposing people or our sensitive data to nefarious, uh, you know, schemes or scams, and then also making sure we keep a really good inventory of the physical property that we have, and then training and teaching our employees how to be very mindful of that physical device, what's in it, where it is, where it's stored, and how we can keep it safe. Well, Michelle, you buttoned us up nice and tight. (laughs) That's already, (laughs) I feel secure
1: physically and in the cyber world, but that you, you, definitely hit that right on the head thank you so much michelle again for coming on and just adding your perspective when it comes to data security because it's very important and you know the older i get i feel like i sound like my mom and dad about you know like all of these things but they were right and it's for a reason and we want those that are listening to know like it's not too late to protect yourself, but please be proactive and don't wait for some type of data breach for you yeah. to, to tighten up those policies and procedures. So yeah, you know,
0: but, there was one more thing I wanted to mention. Yes. Um, you know, I I have cybersecurity insurance too. So that mm. I think, you know, you want to also be thinking about protecting yourself from the what if by by thinking about having insurance in place. And um, and I just, you know, the the volume of scams emails I get it's it's ridiculous so you can't overemphasize all the tips and things that we talked about today think putting those programs and processes in place, and then thinking about protecting yourself on the what-if side. Get the proper cybersecurity insurance to help uh, financially um, you know, secure you and your clients or the people you're doing business with from anything that could go wrong. Perfect. Thank you, Michelle, so much for taking time out of your
1: busy day. And I want to thank all the listeners for tuning into bizradio.us for the Veronica Edwards Show on Wednesday across all platforms. And if you miss the live airing, you can listen to all prior shows at veronicaedwards.buzzsprout.com.
0: Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.